When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Hi, welcome back to another True Crimes Against Wine sidebar episode. Yes, so this is where you send us a question and we will respond to it. Yep, so who is the question for today? Okay, so today's question is from Jordan and they want to know what are... The rules of ordering wine at a restaurant. Like, how should you go about it? Okay. So I think we've all been, well, maybe not you because you're the expert. <laughs> but we've all been in a situation where you're out at a place, maybe a nicer place, you want to order something, mm-hmm. but you're kind of intimidated by the wine list. Yeah. I, working in the restaurant industry for so long, have been on the other side of that mm-hmm. and have definitely sensed a lot of the intimidation okay. and sort of, it's always weird, especially because like, you know, there's so many different occasions to come in yeah. and order wine. Like, is this just a date night? Is this two friends catching up? Is mm-hmm. it like a special occasion? Is it a business dinner? And I think that, you know, people's context for their intimidation can kind of change based on all of those different factors. So yeah. I do have some do's and don'ts okay, let's that might them. help you. Okay. So the first thing that I think people need to understand is that you're kind of navigating a different world when it comes to prices okay. online. Mm-hmm. There is a pretty significant markup when it comes to restaurant wine. They are trying to make a profit. Which makes, I mean, you understand that if you're going out. Yes, You're paying more for food and drinks than you would if you went to the grocery store or, you know. Right. So, you know, they're getting their wine at wholesale and they're marking it up. Sure. But it's going to still be like roughly double the amount of money for the same bottle in a restaurant that you would pay if you were at like a wine shop or something like that. So you just have to be prepared for that. But a lot of times, especially if you're in those nicer restaurants, mm-hmm. they are sourcing wine that would not be readily available to you. Right. So that's the that trade-off. Sure. So one thing that I will say is when you're going into a restaurant, regardless of the occasion, and even if you're just getting a glass of wine rather than a bottle, is try to avoid language and rhetoric with your server, such as ordering a house wine. Okay. And that has nothing to do with the quality of the wine. Okay. It being cheap or anything like that. Like if you're in a nice restaurant, if they do have a house wine, it's going to be a really nice wine. Okay. But most restaurants nowadays have kind of gone away from that concept of having a house, whatever. So is that just kind of outdated at this point? It's a little outdated. Yeah. So for instance, at the restaurant that I worked at last, people would come in very often and say, oh, I'd like a glass of your house Chardonnay. Mm Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, I'm not going to assume that when you say that, you just mean the lowest price point by the glass Mm -hmm. for Chardonnay. Because we've got three Chardonnays and all three are within a couple of dollars of each other Mm -hmm. by the glass. And they're all three completely different styles of Chardonnay. So that's where it kind of turns into a conversation. So rather than asking for a house glass, Mm -hmm. say, oh, I'd like a glass of Chardonnay. Do you have something that is, and say like really crisp and fruity Mm -hmm. or really buttery and oaky. Okay. And then your server can make that decision for you based on the descriptors. Along those same lines, please feel free to ask questions. Don't feel intimidated. We are not expecting you to come in and know how to even like pronounce all of the words that are on the wine list. But if you do, do you get like a little gold star on your receipt at the end of the night? When I have people come in who like are nerdy about wine the way that I'm nerdy about wine... I usually end up like hooking them up because like it's nice. fun to it's fun to nice. have that conversation and be like, oh my gosh, 
we just got this and it's not even on the list yet. Let yeah. me like bring you a sip of it or whatever. You know, there's always like fun things like that. Okay. But yeah, don't feel intimidated by, uh, you know, thinking that you need to know everything in order to even ask questions. Okay. Some of my favorite experiences are with people who don't even necessarily know how to tell me what it is they like hmm. in a glass of wine. Okay. Because by the end of the conversation, they absolutely can tell me and they can take that knowledge to the next restaurant. Also, don't feel shy asking for an expert. When I go out, mm-hmm. one of the first things that I do if I'm wanting to ask a question about the wine list is I ask my server, hey, how comfortable do you feel with the wine list? Are you pretty familiar? Mm-hmm. Or is there somebody that you feel like I'd be better off talking to? That's a nice way to phrase that. Yeah, it's a, I try to put it like, in their court. Are you a dummy or not? I, yeah, I don't want <laughs> to start off by asking kind of an advanced question if this is a server who doesn't necessarily specialize in wine. And there's no shame in that. That's completely fine. You can't be an expert in everything. Mm -hmm. There were plenty of food-related questions that would get kind of really deep into something that I'd be like, I don't know, but I know somebody who does. And I think that we as guests in restaurants can really appreciate the honesty of Mm -hmm. a server doing that and Mm -hmm. still accommodating us in the way that we need. So yeah, don't be afraid to ask. Another thing along those lines is be open and honest about your budget. Okay. When we ask you, like when you're looking for a bottle of wine and mm-hmm. we ask you, so what's your price point here? That's not meant to be a judgment on you. We're not thinking if you say $30, like, oh, this cheap ass looking for a $30 bottle. Okay. That's you being honest about like, this is how much I'm willing to spend. And us saying, okay, well now I've got constraints that I know okay. that I can work with. Because if you fudge on that, we're going to try to match you up with what you need flavor-wise that mm-hmm. you've described. Mm-hmm. And if that matches a little bit higher, then that's what we're going to say. But if we already know, okay, then... So it's really just more like to help guide your server pick something 100%. that's going to fit with what you're looking for. 100%. Rather and than I'm judging you because you're only going to spend X amount of money. Yeah, I promise you, if you're in a good establishment, we're not sitting there thinking, oh, great, that's less money on my tip at the end right. of the night. That's not how that works. If we have given you a really stellar experience, we know that we're going to get compensated for it regardless. So it's fine. And I've had so many instances, I would say probably half the time when I'm recommending wine to people, whether it's my table or someone else's, Mm -hmm. I usually end up finding them exactly what they're looking for Mm -hmm. at a lower price point than their cap was. Mm -hmm. And that's a win-win situation. So just be honest with us about it. The other thing is once the wine gets to you, I mm-hmm. think that people tend to don't know what to of, do. Yeah, like, exactly. So when we present the label to you, I don't, I never know. I'm like, yes, that's a bottle. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That's just for you to confirm that what we brought you was what you actually okay. what you ordered. Okay. Yeah. Cause sometimes, especially with some of the like French and Italian wines, the names can be very similar. And so it's just a sure. it's just a okay. double check sort of sense. thing before we open it. And then you discover that like, oh, that's even the wrong year or something okay. like that. Because we have had some rare instances where we didn't realize that we had sold out of a particular vintage and now the new vintage had come and sure. it just hadn't been printed on the menu yet. Sure. And so for you to be like, oh, that's a 2017, but I ordered the 2016. Ooh. Then that's a that's a moment yeah. for us to go back and double check and then come back and be like, hey, we no longer have that. I'm so sorry that it wasn't. So it's on the really menu. just for confirmation. At Absolutely. That point. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to the tasting. Yes. Okay. This is also an awkward moment where I'm like, 
Mmm, wine in my glass. Yes, this is wine. So that is a courtesy just to confirm with the guest that the wine is not corked or somehow undrinkable. Okay. Because of that. And not I to will, like this is horrible. I can't yeah, drink this. And you're going to smell it before you even taste okay. it. You're okay. going to know immediately because it's not going to be like a, oh, this wine seems a little bit off. It's going to be like, I don't want this in my face. Kind okay, of thing. Okay. I'm gonna know as soon as I open and like see the cork. Has that ever happened? Not, not okay. to me. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh. Where you go um, and you're just like, oh no, this is a bad bottle. Like I gotta. Yeah. I have had like one this. that I think got oxidized, okay. but it wasn't something that the guest picked up on. It was something okay. that I picked up on. Okay. And I came. They didn't even know. And mm-hmm. I came back about five minutes later and had a fresh bottle for them. Mm-hmm. And that made a huge difference to them because they didn't even complain. You know. Yeah. What you're not doing mm-hmm. is you're not tasting it to be like, do I like this or not? Okay, because I always felt that's kind of what it was. At that no. point, you've ordered it. Once it's that yours. cork is popped, that wine is yours. Okay. If there's an actual problem with that bottle, sure. I will be happy to bring another of the same wine for you. But not just, I don't like it. We're, yeah, we're not doing an I don't like it or I didn't realize it was going to be that dry. I didn't realize it was going to be that sweet. None okay. of that. You have, you've. Committed now. And this okay. is this is the fruits of someone's labor, literally. Okay. Yeah. And and a lot of times, especially in these higher end restaurants, we're dealing with wineries where they only make so many cases of something. And right. we got a very limited sort of special opportunity with that. Yeah. So once you're locked in, you're locked in. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, at that point, you're free to enjoy your wine. So I hope that that helps. Great. Well, thank you, Topher, for your expert advice. And thank you, Jordan, for your question. If you all have questions for us about wines, ordering, whatever, celebrity stuff, whatever you want, just write us in. We'll answer probably. Yeah. We've got nothing else going on. I mean, yeah. We're pretty open about our lives too, so. (laughs) (laughs) You can reach us at truecrimesagainstwine at Gmail, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And TikTok. Yeah. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers and ciao.